on this episode of the AIE podcast. To totally go into ESO. Follow the breadcrumbs to Azeroth. <laughs> no rest for the Scions. We have Captain Sipple's STO update. There's so much news in the games that we had to do a host show. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast. Welcome to episode 291 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Acta S gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is McCullough. And by the way, Tuesday the 16th was Corley's birthday. So if you're in him in game with in game in the same game as him in any games, wish him a happy belated birthday. To my left is my wonderful co-host, Mewcow. Catchphrase here. No. Greetings, gamers. There we go. And to my right. <laughs> And one floor below, because that's the only way to deal with the robots, is Ted Semi. I have spreadsheets for characters for days, yo. Yeah, and my dress fund, which I was informed was, you know, used up this week. Um, and this <laughs> week, we're joined by our very special guests. Well, it's us, because there is so much news. We couldn't schedule anybody. And we're here to also talk about, you know, what we're doing in our gaming lives. So welcome, guys. Thanks for having us, ourselves. Ourselves, us, welcome. It's our show anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be dig- dealing, digging into what we've been doing um, for shortly. But first, guys, do we want to cover this week's news? Because I see like, a, pages. like pages of news. Many pages. Handle it. Many, many pages. Yep. Handle them. A.I.E. News. Keep an eye out on AI Discord, the forums, and the main AIE-Guild.org page for information regarding the February events in all the games that AIE is involved in. Rumor has it, the WoW team is cooking up some special fun for the February event based on the idea that Ralph had, and the SOTOR team has run past has run events in the past. Curious? So are we. Can't wait to find out more as the events get closer. Also, one of our AIE SOTOR members has a... a I'm sorry. One of our AIE Sochoir members has a podcast called Working Class Nerds. Check it out at iTunes. Uh, work, search for Working Class Nerds. Yep. Shout out Woo. to Marcus B. All right. Now, uh, looks like uh, some brave AIE souls are checking out ESO again, including myself. Uh, make sure to check out the new shiny ESO channel and the AIE Discord for anyone interested in joining us. Uh, the guild is named Ilaiyakta S. Cartus, you know, for ominous Latin names and whatnot, um, and is available for all AIE members to join. Uh, it's it's not GURPED or anything like that, so you don't have to create a you know the, a character and all that fun stuff in in uh, Umami just yet. We're, since we're all just kind of getting back into it and you know exploring, but uh, yeah, it's been a lot we'll of fun. That later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll sort all that later. You know, it, it's one of those things where, as usual, we, we dip our toes in, play around, enjoy ourselves, and you know, if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, no, no hard feelings. But uh, yeah, come join us. That uh, you know, we're getting the snowball rolling. Awesome. 
And then on a Crowfall uh, side of news, a uh, game is getting more finished and will likely have an open beta, um, currently still a Kickstarter beta, and the Kickstarter campaign is closed. Uh, uh, this summer, however, is when they think the op- open beta will happen, uh, with release sometime later this year. Awesome. Uh, st- still a lot of work, but basic issues like animation cancellations and powers are fixed and are fluid now. More classes and races are also in. Bravo. Awesome. And buckle in, folks, because patch 7.3.5 is here in WoW, and hopefully you survived all the disconnects and low frame rate and weird abilities or missing possibilities. Uh, we have a link to the patch notes for anyone that has not gotten caught up on 735 yet. But there is a lot of content that shipped with this patch that isn't available for playlet. If you have killed the last raid boss in Antorus on any difficulty, the character that killed him will get a new breadcrumb quest leading to Orgrimmar and the new quest line leading up to the next expansion, Battle for Azeroth. As of right now, you do need to kill the last boss in Antorus on each character you want to get the new content available to them. It is not account-wide. No word if it will become account-wide later in the patch cycle. For all you altaholics, the new zone scaling is in for all. All content zones, as well as a nerf to XP gained both through heirloom gear and quest mob XP rewards. So as they say in Pandaria, slow down and enjoy the leveling content. Holiday dungeons are now also available to all characters starting at level 20. New allied races start at. Coincidence? I think not. And the rewards will scale with character level. Oh, All dungeon rewards, personal loot, which means if you want a piece for transmog, you have to run it on a class capable of attaining it from the loot table. Expect the prices of BOE greens to skyrocket. All right, and we have Captain Sybil's STO update, new summary, for the week ending in 1-20-2018. Buckle in, guys, and if you want, take bets on how many words I'm going to screw up. Um, STO's 8th anniversary celebration is now upon us with student new story arcs, featured episodes, Q's Party Patrol, Omega Particles, and an anniversary T6 Interceptor Starship giveaway, new and wondrous rewards, and daily free prizes. Ship, st- ship stats and details are up on the STO website. A new featured episode to start the story arc, Skillia, and really, Sybil? Uh, <laughs> Sheriff Diz, feature Captain LaForge, Captain Kamarke, and Captain Martok fighting the final epic battle against the genocidal. Wow, I should not drink a glass of wine. Zenkathy. Zenkathy? Yes. <laughs> uh, see the STO update for the exciting details. With the launch of the eighth anniversary, a new. St- backstory that came from below has post been posted to the website this must read story is one novel answer to the age-old question why does god need a starship <laughs> from jen because he's an x-wing pilot Ooh, yes well, they think they're gods i mean you know those fly boys or something um mm-hmm. from january 15th to january 23rd random daily one time only free prizes will be given out in game so far uh, 10,000 refined dilithium, Phoenix lock boxes, and a classic starship have been awarded. Don't hesitate. What are you waiting for? Check out the website and get in-game 
in get in game for the next drop. And to butt in here, um, yes. To, uh, to, more details on that. You need to get in, and you have to go to the store itself and actually poke around. It's not something that just by logging in will drop in your lap. You actually have to hunt the silly thing down. Uh, so uh, you have to go into the store, actually actively buy it. It'll say free or whatever, but you have mm-hmm. to find the silly thing. They don't make a featured section or anything. They make you work for your freebies. So look around. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for that very valuable t- tip. A new Discovery Locks box has been added to the game honoring the new series Star Trek Discovery. Federation and Klingon players have a chance to win Discovery featured epic starships. Concurrently, the Lobby store shall be selling Discovery secondary ships. And speaking of new lockboxes, lockbox keys on the C store are now 15% off from January 16th through January 26th. So that is uh, through Friday, by the way. Starship Star Trek Online is partnering with Loot Crate. Ooh, we just canceled our Loot Crate. Dang it. To bring you STO goodies. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So a new Loot Crate. That makes sense. Um, anyway, as I was saying, Star Trek Online is partnering with Loot Crate to bring you STO goodies through, the, through 2018. Every two months, a new Star Trek mission crate loaded with Star Trek keepsakes will be released. Additionally, each of these boxes include an unlock code for STO in-game items like Starship, bridge officers, and gear and exclusive emotes. The website tells it all. We gotta let uh, Vicala know about that. Yeah. And finally, don't forget, all the fleet star bases are always seeking contributions of material and personnel. Once again, check out news, backstories, patch notes, forums, and the other goodies on the Star Trek Online website, which is, of course, Star Trek Online. Dot com. Until next time, our lovely Captain Sybil says, live long and prosper. Yeah, it's been fun being able to poke around in there again and yeah, see definitely. what else going on. Dig through all your ships, crazy ships. Uh, but in the Final Fantasy XIV news, uh, thanks to the Warrior of Light's heroic deeds and Robon's long-awaited return, Alamigo continues its steady march towards recovery. Yet, there is no rest for the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, for the winds of trouble are blowing from the Far East, where an unexpected spark threatens to set the kindling of chaos ablaze. Can Doma survive the brewing firestorm to welcome the light of the new day? Maybe. Uh, there is a patch 4.2 hype video. Uh, we do have a link to it in the show notes. Definitely a rep- recommended viewing. Uh, there is also a, uh, a special website for 4.2, um, it's uh, there's a patch section on the uh, Final Fantasy XIV.com site, and then go to 4.2, and it'll give you all the details uh, they have so far. They, they're adding more constantly. Um, I want to say just about every once a week, uh, they're adding new stuff. But uh, just as a, a sampling, uh, there are new mounts coming. Uh, there's a whole new beast tribe coming, um, and there's also a submarine for the FC to build. So we get to go under the water because this was the expansion where we finally got to explore underwater. So makes sense. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And in Star Wars news, patch 5.7. Patch notes will be available on Monday, January 21st at your normal location, sotor.com slash patch notes. A preview of patch notes was posted on January 9th, including... The name of the patch, Legacy of the Creators, the release date, January 23rd, and a new operation boss, Skivia, available in story and veteran mode. Returning companions, and these missions will be class-specific. You will learn about Risha and Corso for the Smuggler and Andronicus for the Sith Inquisitor. 
cartel market pack. What's that? Say, where's Miko? Yeah. <laughs> long-awaited Mako is still long-awaited. Sorry. Uh, there is a new cartel market pack coming out and various bug fixes and updates. And as a note, they said they will save the specifics for the roadmap, but beyond 5.7, you can expect additional companions returning, maybe Mako, a new Flashpoint, and more. We're looking forward to an exciting 2018. And in your mandatory fun night scheduling news, January 23rd, the Imperials will go visit Scum and Villainy. Seems appropriate. And mm-hmm. on the 30th, it will be the Temple of Sacrifice. Also appropriate. Uh, the SWOTOR Escape Podcast 227, Alderaan Places. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this nice week, AIEC, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 227 start the story and talk about the iconic planet of Alderaan while Max battles some real life Rakul Plague. And they also cover the 5.7 news from Sotor. I would imagine that this week's podcast, once the patch drops and everyone's had a chance to poke around, will have even more 5.7 news. By the way, just a note from our intrepid reporter, uh, Captain Sybil, STO says, go to the C-Store promotion tab for freebies, by the way. Ah, they finally fixed it, because it wasn't there when I was looking at it. Awesome. Yep, that, that is our uh, news as of six minutes ago. All <laughs> right, and in Eve news, the big bad war coming soon to our corner of the galaxy. Unless it's a wet fuse until more interesting things happen somewhere else. I mean, it's Eve, so who knows? Um, things are shaking shaking up and ships are dying fast still waiting for news from player representatives that went to iceland for the annual meeting with cpp or ccp excuse me corporate card purchasing no No, anyway sorry financial crimes investigator um capstable fr which is by the way fr.capstable.net is still running strong uh for our french breaking members thank you or um Bon- what is thank you in French? Oh my gosh. Uh, merci. Sure. Merci. 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 Um, Upwell 2.0 structure changes are coming coming on February 13th. And as we mentioned, uh, the Eve Vegas, um, sorry, as we mentioned at Eve Vegas, the core Upwell structures 2.0 design consists of four major pillars full power and low power modes for structures, a new vulnerability and reinforcement system, major structure combat overhaul, moon mining and wormhold space, and some high-sec systems. And in addition to the four pillars, the release will also include a significant set of other smaller changes to upwell structures and their associated mechanics. Sounds crazy. Always. And we are working, by the way, on getting Hoots or some of the Eve's guy, Eve guys on to give us some um, possibly classified information. It's really hard to track them down, though. They're very fidgety. And... Wouldn't you be? <laughs> oh, my God. They're very jumpy. Uh, yeah, no. I, I don't blame like, them. They keep looking at us funny, like they think we're going to be spies or we're going to try yeah, exactly. Right, right. And last time I checked, yeah, yeah. I, I, they asked for, like, um, a reference sheet and some DNA, and they wanted to have access to my bank records. Yeah, I don't know. Accurate, rather. <laughs> but in less suspicious news, uh, Guild Wars Two, um, wanting to help contribute items to the Guild House. Uh, apparently, they need so much flaxseed they're solving in the corner. 
So if you are in the guild, pop over to the guild hall and talk to Essa the Frugal, who is the guild treasurer. Um, he sense. will list items needed for the currently available and complete upgrades. Uh, they are also likely closing in on the end of the current Living World episode window being current. And in Lord of the Rings Online news, an XP boost until tomorrow, January 2nd at 3 a.m. There's a buried treasure event from February 15th through February 20th. Festival Encore, February 22nd to March 5th. Uh, thanks to Mei Lung on Discord for posting out these, pointing out these dates. Um, there's also 25% off select storage on the Lord of the Rings online store until January 25th. 25th, the coupon code REGEN gets you one free regeneration food. Tangentially related, Arv on the AIE Discord has pointed out that the Fellowship of the Ring is currently available on Netflix. Yes, it is. And with that, and with that, guys, let's chat about what we've been doing in our gaming lives. Hey, Ted. So, since you kicked off, get to go first. What are you? Yeah, doing? you get to go first. No, no, you get to go. I get to go first. First. Oh, I don't want to go first. Fine. Um, all right. So not as much gaming as I'd like, but we're kind of getting back into the swing of things when it comes to pen and paper. Um, so on Monday, we found ourselves back in the minds of um Vandelver, uh, which is with our with our group that we um actually run through my work friends. Um that Monday game Monday night gaming group includes Tetsami, myself, uh Den Kenya, and Elkarth. So it's, you know, Tet and a bunch of noobs. Um, now, we had spent a month on hiatus due to a noob cruise. Because did you know that the noobs, all, a bunch of them got together and went on a cruise together? That's dangerous. It is really dangerous. Um, so, yeah, if you want to know why Noob Raid didn't run in the middle of December, it was a, they were on a cruise. Um, and also, our Monday night game wasn't running because our shady-ass bard got married. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we're up and running, which is a really great time. Um, it is what's really cool about it is our DM. A, she's a female DM, and I am. Um, um, you know, as a longtime geek, I'm all for more women being involved in RPGs. Um, but also, she is a first-time D and D player. She had pl was a player in our City of Mist game, and decided between doing that and listening to a variety of D and D podcasts that she was up for the challenge. So it's a good time. She's running she with is. it. Um, it is a long. It's a group, um, with the exception of Kinney. Um, most of us have been running for a very long time. I mean, between Tet, um, Vakella. Our bard mills and myself, we probably well, we have more than a hundred years of gaming experience because Tet, Vikel, and I have each been playing for thirty years. Not showing our age or anything, and our bard's been playing for a good fifteen to twenty. So, uh, so it's, it's a really good time. It's it's our group from that of really brilliant people that I work with. Yep. Is kind of how it stemmed from. Uh, so that's up and running. We're really happy with that. Um, even though I couldn't roll anything. I have a plus seven you to stealth. Roll worth a darn. I have a plus seven to stealth, <laughs> and I could not make a stealth check. Double was, digits sometimes. Oh yeah, it was embarrassing. 
Clearly, you're, um, wearing, you're wearing those yeah. those jingle things around your ankles. Is what's going on? I exactly something. It was really upsetting. Forgot to take off the decorations for Christmas or Yule. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um. We belled the cat. <laughs> we belled the, we we the wren. Um, also, off of, off of hiatus, um, our Wednesday Night Roll 20 game is back on board. And this is a really great group. It includes a number of AIE members, including Ara, also known as Undata, um, and, and uh, Kasia, who is, um, you know, SJ. Um, and we just added a brand new player. Uh, I'm not sure what his name is in AIE, but it's Tony the Beer Guy from the Tadpole. Like where people know that name. Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna know Tony. They're not gonna know Tony's yeah. any any character that Tony plays. But yeah, he's the beer guy in the tadpole. Um, we had a really great night. Um, it was his first night. He brought in a Healy bar or a Healy um Healy cleric. Um, also though a former war or war cleric, which are as I know a ton of fun to play. Um, we got to ride some griffins and we fought some manacores. By the way, in case you were ever wondering, the fireball works just fine in midair. Who knew? Good to know. It is really great to know. Um, the the mana course, however, hit like a Mack truck. Generally, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was not cute. That's why I can um, hit things from 150 yards away. And I proceeded, I only got hit once or twice and almost took me down. And um, SJ was definitely using her lay on hands on herself, so she didn't yeah. fall to the ground. Good times. Yeah, you know. Um, our Friday D and D was canceled, unfortunately, which is um something about our D and D, our DM working full time, just starting a brand new job, and starting a brand new semester at school. Um, so a few of us did a prelude to our upcoming mage campaign. And the really cool thing is, so Ted, do you remember back when we lived at the apartment behind Metro Center? Mm-hmm. And Jose handed us a photographed copy, or not photo, I am, photo printed copy of Mage. Yeah, the one we still have. I don't know, we can't, I can't find it. Oh, it's in I think the it's book a, thing upstairs. It's not. I've looked. I swear, I just saw it the other day. Let me know. Anyway, oh, so um, we didn't get rid I of that played, when we were cleaning out, did we? I think I know that is. I I remember seeing it at Kiki's house um about fifteen years ago. Okay. So I think it's there. Anyways. No, no, no. We've if you're talking about the hard about the paper thing of mage, it's yeah. been here recently. Like we've okay. had it in the last year. Really? All right. I haven't seen it. All right. Anyway, yeah. um, but I'm playing the character that I had in mind for that game twenty plus years ago that never happened. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Um, that's been kind of been my gaming life as I'm back into the dice portion of role play, though Tet and I have some shenanigans coming up that he's oh. going to tell you about. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yep. All right, Mew. What have you, how's your gaming life, my uh, lovely altaholic friend? Well, I'll, I'm going to tack on to the end of years a little bit and okay. throw something I forget. But I've actually been watching a, a lot of. Um, there's a channel called I've probably mentioned it before Hyper RPG. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's an interesting channel to watch. Um, they they broadcast their D and D games and uh, they let the audience interfere with it, which is kind of interesting. But so I've been watching a lot of that. There's a, a new show that uh, two of the characters are uh, puppet Americans, um, however you want to call them. Uh, so that's that's been an interesting twist on things. Um, 
Uh, everyone's favorite uh, Lucio voice has also been playing characters for them as well. Ooh. Um, also, uh, uh, McCree also pops up on there from time to time. Um, so it's been interesting. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of cool, especially because, and I, I know this doesn't happen in, in normal D and D, but um, you know, if people tip a really large amount, they can give a character GM powers for a minute. If you Very can imagine cool. the, the the havoc that happens when you give a character GM powers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I guess oh, I should Heather? probably yes. You didn't just miss that critical role, did you? Okay, fine. If you think I'm leaving Genosha, much less leave it standing. You've got the wrong Summers brother. Is that what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? No, I, I was talking about, um, you know, hey, uh, couch, push-ups. <laughs> Cisco. <laughs> yeah, no. So we had something, we had something similar where, um, yeah, if you missed a, a critical role, there was a different way of influencing the GM to solve that. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I say I was young and needed experience points, I wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, by the way, so yeah, picking picking back off of that, uh, my Friday night D and D game and my Saturday night World of Darkness game, we actually we do stream. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Look at Geeks and Geeklets on YouTube, and we, there's also a website. So yeah, it's kind of weird streaming games are you doing it live uh we do it live and then we yeah. also they yes. are available on youtube okay. after well, that anyway, also so, yeah. yeah just yeah while yeah. we're while we're in this whole thing and speaking of voice actors uh for anyone that wanted to watch critical role but didn't want to catch up on the humongous amount of episodes from the first season to get current and whatever they literally last Thursday just started their new adventures. So if you want to follow Critical Role with, uh, what is it, Matt Mercer? Uh, who else is in there? Voice of Voice of Brian. Um, wow. Yeah, are um, are in there? Um, yeah. Holy crap! They're just starting. They do it every Thursday. It's three hour episode. Podcast comes out a week after the video does. So. If more D and D, if you're that's, interested, that's probably what I'm getting confused because he's he's McCree, right? So he's yeah. No, I don't think so. One I thought, I thought that voice of McCree was playing the critical role. Maybe I'm I getting all my wires, all my wires mixed up. I will. I will double check. Keep going. Yeah, but one second. The voice of McCree is. Oh, you're right. It is Matt Mercer. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna get my work. Yeah, so so Lucio's over at Hyper RPG and and and, and right. McCree's over at uh, Critical Role. But yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it's perfect because like a voice actor, they they act out using voices, which is perfect for D and D like stuff. It's, it's it works so yeah. great. They can really get into these characters, and it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's kind of that's what we'll have running off in the background while I'm doing all my Aldita stuff. So perfect. Um, of which, um, so what I've been up to, um, we'll start with WoW. Um, uh, my other team that we don't uh, speak of um, did manage to <laughs> defeat Argus in normal, and not only for the first time, but but awesome. repeated it for a second time. Um, that would have been on Thursday, I think. Um, so as a result, um, uh, I was able to get the breadcrumb quest for Sithlis and check out the giant sword. Um, I actually. <laughs> 
That is not a euphemism. It is a giant sword. And it's interesting too because uh, before the patch came is is actually the first time we downed them. So like that 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 night, like when we downed them, I went I just beelined it. I went to the the caverns of time, and popped out, and you could see the sword from the caverns of time. You're like, holy cow, it's a big sword. No, you can see it. You can see it flying into Thunder Bluff. If you have your draw distance set to 10, which is the maximum, mm-hmm. flying into Thunder Bluff, you can see it in Silithus. Yeah, which was weird. But oddly enough, after the patch, I couldn't see it from a distance anymore. So I wonder if they did some stuff with settings. I'll have to go in and tweak it again. But but uh, yeah. It's, yeah, no, because I can, I can see it from... I, I saw it when I was coming in because I flew to Thunder Bluff and then flew down. Yeah. And coming into Thunder Bluff, it's... It's huge. I think somebody said it and jumped off, and it took them sixty-five seconds to <laughs> fall from the top of the sword until they hit. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I I, f- I actually managed to fly all the way up, and you hit the ceiling before you get to the top of the yeah. sword. So the highest I could go was the the sword hilt cards. So I just kind of right. plopped on there and wandered Cursed around. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it was. It was interesting, and yeah, and it's kind of interesting that you know the the de- dismounting aura will hit you when you land on the sword too. So like, yeah. if you mount back up, you're stuck in ground mount mode. So if you make the mistake of oh, I'm going to go off and you know and fly again, nope, you're going to plummet to your death. So that you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people inadvertently testing that 65 second drop. By the way, the yeah. name we couldn't think of was Liam O'Brien. There you go, voice of Brian. Bri- yes. I know, I'm like okay. voice of Brian, but what is his actual name? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's that's for the and and my character is also able to do the the breadcrumb quest. Speaking of following breadcrumbs, um, and uh, so that's been an interesting little little taste of things. Um, you know, I'll be doing it we on the hard side. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 We'll do, I'll be doing it on the hard side. I, I've kind of I, I kind of have been hesitating to go into LFR for for Argus because I hear it's a disaster. It, it, it wasn't that bad actually. I went in. Okay. What was it? Uh, I think it was Thursday night. Yeah, it was Thursday night I went in, and this was after they patched it and everything. It was either Thursday or Friday night. And um, we had two wipes, one because no one knew the fight, but as soon as they saw the fight, they're like, oh, that's what you need to do on both and uh, Argus. But once we did that, we didn't have a problem, so it wasn't bad. My... um, I actually went Arms Warrior for it in LFR, and my Arms Warrior was second highest DPS for the kill. I was like, "Sexy, that's great." Yeah, well, they that's they weird. just it just nerfed Arms Warrior, so I'm guessing they were a little too good. So right. it, it yeah. doesn't surprise <laughs> me that they're still up there. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's been pretty much all of my um, seven points. Well, and and the other thing I did too is. Um, I decided uh, to give up leatherworking, and I have uh, switched my uh, switched my main mucow over to being an engineer because. So what spurred that on? It's there's I'm going to do a, a, a sort of a, an arc in an altitis uh, on the current state of professions. Um, so I've kind of been thinking about it, and um, you know I, I kind of wanted to express how I felt, you know the professions did this time around and it's kind of one of those things where i think i can do it right now like here's the state of things and then when the new expansion comes out i can do it again and do it go over the full thing but my my thinking is i'm going to explain you know 
which ones are really useful, which ones are fun, which ones probably shouldn't bother with, which ones you should probably just do once and be done with it. So, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, yeah, so, so, you know, I've been kind of been running around doing all of the, the starter engineering stuff on UCAL. Um, so, and part of that too is to, with the coming allied races, I think I'm going to have my Tauren become a high mountain Tauren. And uh, they apparently are very fond of mining. So right. I thought it was a good, good yes. match. So, so yeah, that's all my WoW stuff. Yep. And then, very uh, cool. On to uh, ESO, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the ESO bug has bitten me as well. Um, there's a lot of altitising uh, in, in, going on in that game. Um, all the classes, all the <laughs> all the races, and one interesting thing is that they've kind of done the opposite of how Final Fantasy, you have one character and then you just to change your class, you change your weapon. But uh, in, in ESO, all classes can use all weapons. Mm-hmm. So it totally changes everything. You can be a mage that runs around with daggers stabbing people. You can be, you know, a paladin that only uses stabs. You can be, you know, a, a tank, uh, like a tank class, like a like Templar or um, I think Dragonite to a lesser extent, but be a healer instead. You know, it's it's you do whatever the, whatever you want, and it's kind of interesting to kind of go down that that uh, line of things. But uh, yeah, it's it's been interesting, and especially with the um, the the I forget which patch they did it, but they made it to where everybody can do all the quests. Um, factions kind of don't really matter except for PvP. And um, so, yeah, in, if you get, uh, there's a couple, there's a, an add-on that, that comes as part of one of the DLCs, or you can buy it from the store, but to, to make it to where any class, class or any race can go to any uh, faction. So, you can just go crazy. You can have, you know, the, uh, Khajiit running around with, with uh, the, hum- the humans, which is like the Nords and the Britons and all that other stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just been exploring choices, just uh, letting my Altitus run freely, uh, see where I like things. And uh, it just seems like more and more people are having a lot of the same thoughts. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces starting to dip their toe in and look around. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Apples is asking, is it free to play? I think it's it's buy to play where buy you can to play. buy it. That's correct. Apples, if you buy it, you get it. But then things like inventory and character slots you have to do subscribe right no so it's i like to kind of say that they did a better version of sotor um uh sotor's kind of gotten better about it in recent expansions but um there's still a bit of that uh, they kind of make you feel bad for being a lesser citizen in sotor um they've gotten better about it but you know it's in eso i mean yeah what they do in eso is they double your space you still have okay. plenty of space, it's, and you can right. buy space. They don't. They don't in, give you the compact. They give you the nice sedan, and if you if you subscribe, you get the SUV. Correct. Yeah, you get all the extra stuff. Like they get, you get a, a crafting bag, okay. which automatically grabs all the all the um the the stuff you collect from the game. You know, the mine and pick from plants and all that kind of stuff goes to a a crafting bag that doesn't count against your your uh, your bags, but. You can buy bag space in game, so there's nothing really stopping you. It's it's really you will very quickly expand that. You also have a bank that all your characters share. Same thing. You buy bank spaces for it in game. It's in game. Okay. Kind of like the, the gas. 
Pablo chest bank. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a lot of that stuff is shared, uh, you know, among, like like anything you unlock right. in the game, like if you do a, a long quest line, you'll get like, you might get a costume or you might get a pet or you might get, you know, some other fun thing. And you unlock that for your whole account. So then everybody, all your characters can use it. Um, it seems like when you unlock a horse, um, whether it be in the store or buy it in the game, you unlock it for your whole account. Um, so it's, it's so far, I mean, you don't have, once you, you buy it one time and that's it. The DLC is how they make their money. Yeah. And of course, you know, the, the, the plus version, but, right. uh, but yeah, um, you know, I know several per- people that just have the base game and that's it. They don't give it another dime and it works just fine. You don't feel like a setting second class citizen. You don't, you aren't limited to anything. You, you're not told you can't go into the raid uh, unless you buy a pass. You, you're not told you can't right. do so many dungeon runs. There's nothing like that limiting you. You just do whatever. So I think that's what's might be cool. getting some people's attention. Neat. So, it definitely sounds like it. So, oh, uh, I've also been when I'm not watching Hyper RPG, I've been watching the Overwatch League because um, that started up. Uh, so that's been pretty interesting. It's old to watch. Dynasty, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really nice. The the they definitely stepped up their game. It looks like it's it's a it's a professional sports broadcast. I mean, it's you know it has everything it you expect. Um. It, uh, it even has, I mean, uh, I'm starting to, I'm wondering when the actual commercials are going to start popping in, but they even have little commercial breaks and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of, kind of, kind of well, fun. I think but. Toyota just, you know, shout out for Toyota, but I think they just announced like Toyota is one of their main sponsors now. Mm-hmm. Neat. So yeah, I'm, I'm expecting it to come. Yeah, yeah. It's because they have, they have a couple of them, like, the, you know, they had the HP Omen and the other one right. but like they just say that they're sponsors but they don't actually have a commercial pop-up but they actually they purposely have like a three minute window where it's just a countdown so i'm expecting that they're going to have right. actual commercials soon but yeah it's been, it's they, been need, they need to go get much go get mm-hmm. the um the old spice guy yeah hey cruz <laughs> yeah well it's kind of funny because um occasionally i'll forget to log into twitch on my tv and so when you start it you'll get a commercial and it is like Old Spice commercials. How funny. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, wow, they already have commercials. Oh, wait, no, that's not them. <laughs> so, and that could be part of it, too. Since I have I have Twitch Prime, maybe during that three-minute window, that's when they, you're supposed to watch commercials. It could be. And I, I don't see it at the premium. So, so yeah, if I'm not watching Hyper RPG during their replays, because they, they do the, the VOD replays. Well, so does Overwatch now, too. They're, they're actually doing reruns of when if you don't catch it during the normal time, they'll just play it again. So yeah, you know, kind of catch that anytime. So yeah, that's been fun. Right. And then uh, the last little interesting tidbit is I've been uh, noticing on Steam a lot of our uh, fellow guildies have been playing a curious game called Doki Doki Literature Club. What and is that? It's very curious. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's we're well past the the statute of limitations on spoilers. Um, okay. This came out last fall, I believe. Yeah. It's been fully re- like there was all kinds of reviews for it in December. Or like we're we're well past that. So yeah. if it, you're not gonna, it's, it's it's too late. You're gonna get spoiled if you haven't figured it out by now. But yeah, I somehow managed to to avoid what it was. But so it's a horror game, but you don't know that when you start to play it. It looks like a um uh, what I would assume is an anime um, style dating sim. I've not played them, so I'm not familiar enough with them, but. It looked like what all the stereotypes I can think of. You start with a story. There's you know girls bouncing around wanting you to do this and that. 
And uh, then it starts to get weird. So, <laughs> yeah. Girls bouncing around this or that, and then it starts to get weird. Got it. So, well, it starts to get like... So, and, and I kind of yep. approach this game as a game developer um, with that kind of a hat on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't really play horror games. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't. I'm not like scared. I don't get that high from getting scared. You know, it's just... That's nothing for me, but it was just interesting to watch how they how they did this game. But, so when you say it's a horror game, is it like Scream or Lovecraft or somewhere in between? It's messes is it with jump your scare mind. or is it there? Okay, messes with your mind. Got it. Psychological. There's, te- there's technically yeah. you can almost kind of say it's a little bit jump scary, but not really. Okay. Like like oh. you know it's coming. It's not really a jump scare, but you know it's coming. It's just. The game starts to glitch, and you start to think, you know, they, they're basically trying to make you think that it's haunted, like the game itself is haunted. Oh, neat. Because yeah. the game starts doing stuff to itself. Um, if you are watching the file structure, like you're at, like on your computer, like seeing where all the files are, the game is doing stuff to itself. That is and the most new, note, new game note I have ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Gaming was my career. That's just where my head normally right. is. So, you know, but it, it was just fascinating to watch because as because you're you're playing and you're trying to get to know you know the uh, the girls in, in this this literature club, and mm-hmm. you know you 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 kind of choose where you want to go. You're trying to get them to like you, all that other kind of fun stuff. And then as you get closer to one of them, um, every now and then one character starts to you. You can almost swear she's talking directly to you. The, the player, not the character, and you just kind of ah, that's that's no big deal. You know, she probably meant the, something else. You, you kind of pass it off, and then it just kind of gets happens again and happens again, and then some really dark stuff happens. <laughs> and uh, let's just say you lose a character. Gotcha. Yeah. So then this the game starts to glitch, like it like 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 it's broken, and the game ends, and then like it you know crashed restarts and then you, you it, the opening title screen pops up and then where the character that you lost was is a weird glitch thing and the, the, the music starts to trip and it just starts to get really weird and then you can't <laughs> load like if you happen to have some save points because I guess you're supposed to like save because if you want to go different branching paths you can save and go back and try to right. well all those saves are corrupted and gone all you can do you can't continue game you have to start a new game so then you start the new game and then everywhere where that character was supposed to be something's wrong and the game trips resets and then suddenly that character never existed wild and now you're playing this new game and whatever is happening that character no no one knows who you're talking like there's no mention of it they didn't exist and the the, the story changes like anything where they were part of that story suddenly someone else is picking up that role or something else happens because of that. And then you start getting a little deeper in and then all of a sudden you start, okay, well, I'm going to start, you know, we'll, we'll play along. We'll see what's going on. You start getting to know another, one of the other girls, you start, you know, focusing on her. Well, then the main character starts to talk directly to you, not being subtle about it. She says, no, you're supposed to be playing with me. And it just gets, it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. And it's just, it gets dark. It gets real dark. So that definitely sounds like it. Yeah, 
but it was awesome. yeah, it was fascinating to watch like you know just to see how they played it because like there's there's a, a folder called characters and it has mm-hmm. all the, the you know the character pictures and all that kind of stuff like that that one character the the main character that's talking to you she starts deleting stuff and it's weird <laughs> yeah can you imagine having to troubleshoot bugs for this game <laughs> oh god right we'll be on there's, that call like there, wait wait is that a bug or is that intentional? I don't yeah. know. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, well, that's just it for them. We know there could be bugs in this game, but they just let it go. So right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it, it was very fascinating to play. I mean, it, it's kind of funny and you know, it, 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 it was also even funnier because as I was playing it, I get a message from Aludra. You, <laughs> what are you playing? You know what that <laughs> is, don't you? Like, yes, yes, I know what it is. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, it's, it's one of those things. I was curious. I keep, keep kept seeing it pop up. I, I've started to see memes because it's just this game is just meme fodder. It's just sure. all over the place. But uh, you know, it's one of those things. Like I, I want to know what's going on, so I you know force myself right. through it. And it was entertaining. Very cool. So if you're into horror, you'll love this game. If horror stuff freaks you out, don't go anywhere near this. Yeah. <laughs> So I told I told Jen, don't touch this game. Yeah, you no, have, your your you wife's not nightmares. into that stuff. No, no, you'll have nightmares for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. so yeah, that's been the extent of my last two weeks. Very All right, cool. so Ted, what have you been up to? Oh, all the things. Uh, oh, I have yeah. fully embraced Muse Alt-Itis, and uh, I finally got my 11th class uh, for 7-3-5 through the class order hall and the mount quests. Uh, I got my Demon Hunter through that. Uh, that was a really good storyline. thing I didn't do, because it's just so long, is the... Um, Oh, what are they called? The power quest where you have to go visit one of the mages in the, you know, where Stella Gusta's father is and then start that whole power line quest where it's like, okay, go get a thousand of these things in trial of valor and go do the, I'm like, no, I, I did that once. I'm not doing it again, but <laughs> this would have been the character to see it on probably because you know it does involve illidan so much because that's what you're doing is basically getting all the soul fragments and stuff from illidan putting everything back together but it was just like no i i got through the class storyline that was fun i've done the other thing once on one character maybe if things drag out who knows but um i started working on my final class which was monk 105 and just finished valshara and is working on Valshara and is now working on Azuna or Stormheim because I'm also doing the inscription quest at the same time. So uh, I chose to do Azuna because I'd done Stormheim recently and for so much. Uh, I have to see him every day in my order hall as a warrior. So it's like, nah, we'll save that for, for later. Cool. Um, so I'm doing that. Um, the, uh, I think the shining thing to take away from Legion, besides the leveling content, you're doing it for the first time, is the class story arcs. They're done really well. 
Um, they're interesting. They, you know, like on, on the demon hunter, it wasn't bad because, Hey, I've got two weapons. I do the vengeance and I do the, the, the tanking and the DPS basically, you know, whereas on the Druid, it's like, okay, here are four, <laughs> four quests. Go do it. I still have um, yeah, no, I, I knocked them all out. Uh, the boomkin one was fairly fun. The healing one was not, even though, yeah, you know, it, it should be fairly easy, but, um, yeah, so I've done that, um, on Tet, my main, uh, I've gotten his main weapon to artifact knowledge 75. I've gotten his fury warrior weapons to artifact knowledge 75. And I'm working on, I think I've got the arms to 66 or 67 is what I last believe. So that'll go quickly. Um, I, you know, and I'm not like grinding out artifact power it's just go do a daily um whatever i get during raiding and that sort of stuff i just channel into that weapon and then once i get those done they're done and i'll just start throwing it into my build on the protection side um but that's been that's been fun uh i got my warrior on the alliance side she's now at the get your followers to 950 quest so that's almost done um, all the other characters besides my demon hunter, I've gotten all their followers to 950 and basically said, okay, you park over there. You're good. Um, Cause the mission board is the least interesting part of this whole expansion. Yeah. Um, interesting part of the class story. When you hit that, Hey, go do these five missions. Thank goodness. They dropped them to, so they're just an hour each, uh-huh. but it's still like, okay, I got to stop what I'm doing in the storyline and go do this for five hours on the mission board. And then I can pick up the, the in-game stuff. So. Yeah. Really? The only good thing about that board is that once you do finally get all your followers and I feel like all of your followers, nine fifty, you start getting the, the coins instead of the armor. That's the I, only good thing. That's the only good yeah. thing about that board. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been good. Um, in rating, Furt is six of eleven on normal, and we've basically got those on farm. Um, we've gotten used to the fight enough that we know what we're doing. Um, Wednesday night, we did not have the two people that run the pods; uh, they were out, so we just doing high command, and we said, "Well, we'll do it Sunday after we work on." I don't know his actual name. I'm just calling him Feltor Bjorn because he makes spell reavers and he stands in the middle of a. Yeah, he's got a big claw like Felbjorn's weapon and yeah, yeah, all that. So it's, it's, we call him Feltor Bjorn and we got our best attempt on him. We got him to 50%. So I'm hoping tonight we'll get some. And then I think after. It's not after him. What's after him? Um, Verimathus. Yeah, Verimathus, which is a fairly straightforward fight, right? Straightforward, but tough. If if you if there's one chink in your armor, the whole thing just falls apart. It, it's right. even even now, um, yeah. Even with with the other team, like one one tiny thing goes wrong, and the whole thing just falls apart. You're like, and it all goes like, how, how did that happen so fast? It's, yeah, it's it's crazy. So uh, yeah, the, the tanks are to hate life in that fight. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Much. Well, I mean, it's bad enough with with. Fell Torbjorn and then uh, seeing Agrimar and and uh, Argus the Unmaker. Yeah, those. It looks like there's going to be a lot of tank dancing that we're going to have to get used to, even more so than um, Tomb of Sokaris. So, 
Um, but we're having we're having fun. I've got two pieces of tear on him, uh, which is nice because you know other other warriors poo poo it, but I like it because basically when battle cries active, my shield slam has no cooldown, so it's just yep. you just start slamming bam, the shield bam, over bam, and over bam, bam. exactly. Yeah, that's fun. Um, you got the four pieces, kind of fun too. If, oh, geez, what was it? I just got it, so I forget what it is. But it was, yeah, it was useful. Been, yeah, um, I did get. Speaking of of bonuses on my arms warrior, um, there that says when you do your heroic leap when you land, the radius of heroic leap is doubled. You hit um, immediately. Get thunder. What's the arms one? Um, whatever the the armor break. Oh, I, I don't have um, enough arms to remember. Right. It's it's the one that basically reduces the armor on all the mobs that you normally have hit at once and it's on like a six-second cooldown or eight-second cooldown. And then I had another legendary that basically said Heroic Leap has two, free charge, two more additional charges. So now my arms warrior can just kind of go hop, 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 and I'm just oh. applying this to all the to all the characters. So that's fun. Um, no, yeah, it's not thunderclap. It's, it's, it's an arm specific, um, thunder, but no, it starts yeah. with a B, but I forget what it is. It's not important. It'll, it'll come back when we're playing, um, doing, I did the Silithus stuff. Uh, it was, like I said, I, I jumped into LFR cause it's going to take us a bit to get to through it on normal. I've seen all the spoiler videos and all that, which are really well done. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to get into that was that uh, final video is done, was written by Christy Golan and directed by Taryn Gregory. The, um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and there's a horde and an Alliance version of that. They're up on YouTube if you want to spoil yourself, but yeah, she wrote both of them and the horde one is awesome i love the the whole setup of it <laughs> and um yeah and and the the way they portray Gallywicks in it is just awesome because it's been portrayed in the game and you're like yeah yeah it's a money grubbing me first goblin and then there's Gallywicks and is he just really well done in this um so that's fun yeah i, I just then, uh you know, you know that little book that they gave us at BlizzCon? I just read that today. Yeah. I was like, oh, this actually makes oh, okay. a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And there is, uh, if you do get out to Silithus, I will say there is an ogre out there. Uh, I forget what his name is. I know it's something the mad, like Omot the Mad or something. Sounds uh, right. he, the Mad, I think is what his name is. He drops the journal. Go read the journal. It's really interesting it's in ogre speak but you can fairly well get what he's saying um and all that uh the current lore watch that just came out from blizzard watch has a lot of depth in-depth detail on all these spoilers so that's that's a good follow-up yeah there's there's also a lot of rares and it's now that drop pets so yep and it's also Call of the Scarab for the next three days. So go down yeah. there and make sure we fly the Horde banner. So, 
Yep, yep, I heard. And what's I... interesting is, go ahead. I was say, as last I heard, is the alliance was starting to edge ahead, so we might want to get in there and, and make some noise. Yeah. The there are world quests down in Solithus now with the Call of the Scarab, and if you have the token that says every eighteen hours you auto complete a world a non um on Silver Dragon uh, quest, um, you can actually use that on your characters to help out down there. So, and do um, those show just, up um, with the the current Sithilis, or do you have to use the uh, the Time Dragon to go back in time? No, they're they're current. If you it okay. shows the current map with the the sword, and then they're just spotted around there. I used it for the one that was the PvP one, the the cross swords, which I didn't get any honor for. I was hoping I would get honor, but there's no, and it just speeds up actually doing it. So, yeah, because I I had to use the time dragon because uh, I had, one of my characters ran through a, the old AQ and had a had a quest to turn in because yeah, I. Had, gotten somebody's gotcha. head and someone you know someone needs to collect the head somewhere so right. that was kind of handy but uh so yeah so that isn't now because it wasn't in when um before the patch hit like if you had that quest you couldn't do anything about it you had to wait until the time dragon popped up so right exactly um and then i've also been still playing in star wars uh the life day events are over which is kind of disappointing because it was fun to throw snowballs at droids and get gifts and level up cxp that way uh but uh i have gotten my through the final part of knights of the eternal throne and i am working getting my gunslinger and bounty hunter both through knights of the fallen empire they're just starting those chapters um and then hopefully this is the shenanigans we were talking about earlier uh this Saturday, McCullough, Saturday afternoon, McCullough and I will be starting new Republic characters in SOTOR and working about a, an hour a week on the story content of those characters. So we're going to do either a Jedi-Jedi pair or a Trooper-Gunslinger pair, depending on which story she's interested in. So Yes, I need to go through and figure out which story I want to do. Exactly. So... We're going to do that. And that'll be fun. I, like I said, I've gotten all eight characters all the way through their storylines. So I'm more than willing to play the off for whatever character she chooses. Um, but we'll have, we'll have fun with that. Yeah. Just and, a little uh, bit of family gaming. So we could <laughs> even, depending, I know, depending on how late our days are at work on Friday, hmm, we might be able to do that pretty okay. Date night on Friday. Yep, we could do that. Yes. So, but uh, she gets you. You had your character to what? I think like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And but it's one of those things where you don't play, you lose the story thread. So we just kind of wanted to start over and go through it together. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Corley's trooper only if you wanted to. Yeah, Garza's a lot like uh, the Lich King in in Wrath of the Lich King. She just keeps got popping it. up. Like, leave me alone. Yep. I got a mission to do. <laughs> yeah, so th- that'll be fun. We're really looking into digging into that story content. And speaking of Star Wars, since you know we're randomly mentioning things, uh, Muse anime comment and other things triggered. If you haven't seen it, 
Rebels, uh, what mid season trailer is now out. It is out. It is. Go watch, it. go watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, the show starts February 19th and we get a 90 minute ser- series finale. I think it's on March 5th, by the way. It's a Monday gaming night, and the DM has already yeah. said we're probably not gaming that night. Yeah, exactly. We'll just have everyone over. So we, Yeah, yeah. I'll make a theme dinner and prepare to be devastated because they're not making it out except for hair on Chopper. No. And Rex, there's going to be a body count. I almost guarantee going to be a body count. Yeah. Yeah. Who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Then, yeah, it's Hera. <laughs> My girl, <exactly>. space mom. <laughs> What's the over-under on me making yeah. a Twilight? And, and, yeah, I was going to say, Corley, I'm willing to bet she's going to spend at least 30 minutes on the character select screen just designing the character. So this Probably. Probably. Any more picking on me you need to do tonight, cool. Ted? All right. Oh, heck no. <laughs> sh- I'm not picking on you. I'm bragging on you because you're awesome. And, uh, um, I know. Thank you, dear. All right. So unless you guys have anything else, that's our show for tonight. Like we said, um, yeah, he, yes, Rex, I hear, does make it. Um, granted, that's from the um, hordling that loves to find random conspiracy theories, but she says he makes it. He really was that guy in yeah. Andor. Um, anyway, so that's our show for tonight. Um, it's, at least we digress into a Rebels conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast um while the chat room begins discussing show titles i want to thank you guys for joining us tonight thank you chat room you're all amazing my fabulous um co-hosts you guys are the best yay thank you very much you are as well oh thank you Alrighty. if you have a question or a comment about our show you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org which i will see now um you yay. can also follow <laughs> You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCow. Makala is at Cyberwave. And Tetsemi is at Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday-ish at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of our great AIE member segments we received this week, including overly dramatic news from. And I'm willing to bet that he's going to have a new one regarding that sword and silithus if I know Hans. So. And there will be a new Altitus as soon as I finish it tonight. Fabulous. So as rain is over. All right. Um, next time we'll be talking to, well, we'll let you know as soon as we get someone scheduled. I'm working on it. The problem is our next show falls on that sports holiday and beef has already said he's <laughs> not coming on because of it. So I'm not sure yet. Hope maybe who's for Eve. We'll figure it out and let you guys know. But I guess for now we are intending to record in two weeks from now. Yep. Um, unless you have anything, Mew. Uh, no, there's just something uh, the commercial bowl. Um, oh happening. yeah, I don't pay attention. Honestly, two of the last three years I've worked, and in fact, I'm planning a night with one of my girlfriends from work after the podcast, where we're going to watch the doll episode of the Lore podcast. I think there is something called Puppy Bowl going on that night, though. There is. That sounds so much more fun. Um, sorry. <laughs> no. 
Sorry, guys. We're a bunch of nerds. Um, so until then, AIE. This is Mucal. This is Tetsemi. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Artifact weapons provide clue to expansion release date. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. With the announcement in November that the next expansion would bring us back to our We Have Met the Enemy and It Is Us roots, speculation has been rampant over when our campaign on Argus would end. Many recall the way that previous expansions dragged on for longer than their content was designed, leading to flagging subscription numbers as people lost interest. While the exact date that our battle for Azeroth will commence remains a tightly guarded secret by Blizzard, an interesting tidbit of information recently emerged from an unexpected source, our artifact weapons. With a massive boost to artifact power generation, more and more adventurers are hitting level 75 on all their weapons. This earns them the achievement Army of the Light at the End of the Tunnel and a new hidden appearance. So far, it doesn't sound that exciting, right? But what is interesting is that when this new appearance is equipped, zooming in on the weapon reveals a small label, and barely legible at highest zoom factor is our clue. Best used before September 2018. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, your guide in treating a common gamer condition called Alditis. Alcoholics rejoice. Blizzard has given us level scaling. First, the good. All levels scale to their expansion's max level, allowing you to stay where you want and finish out quest lines instead of being rushed along. Original Azeroth zones scale to 60. Leveling zones scale from 1 to 10, however, and previously high level zones start their scaling from their old initial levels. Burning Crusade and Wrath Zones scale from 60 to 80, again, starting at their pre-patch initial levels. Cataclysm and Pandaria continue this pattern from 80 to 90. Draenor required no changes and scales from 90 to 100, and of course the Legion will finish this off from 100 to 110. And then, the bad. Heirloom Gear isn't quite as good stat-wise post-patch, but still gives the same experience boost. Also, your targets will likely have a bit more health to deal with, especially for those that run old raids for transmog gear. While many consider these changes a nerf, I see as a chance to fully enjoy the leveling experience. As the Pandarans say, slow down. Leveling is to be savored. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net, and show notes can be found on our website, altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your Altitis.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.